Hey, hey, hey guys, what's going on? This is your girl, Model E of the E and Friends podcast. Thank you for tuning in to another bi-weekly episode of your girl. I'm not going to start singing today, y'all. But today is a good day. It is a very good day. When you guys hear this episode, Thanksgiving will have come and go. So we just had Thanksgiving I hope everyone enjoyed family, enjoy friends, or even if you just enjoy time by yourself, just getting that self-time. I always say self-care is very important. I think you should include that in your everyday regimen because it helps you keep your mental strong. <laughs> it helps your mental. Yes, it does. So guys, so this week, um, I'm going to talk to you a little bit about a few things, you know, some necessary household cleaning things. That's what we're going to, I'm probably going to call this episode household cleaning. Yeah, that, that sounds pretty good. That's pretty good. So before we start the show, I want you guys to continue to keep up with me on social media, on Twitter at Erica Jones with the Z on the N and on Instagram at EN Friends Pod. So make sure you keep up with your girl and remember to tell a friend, to tell a friend, to tell a friend about this marvelous, beautiful, fine ass podcast, which is a fine ass host, aka Erica, aka Model E. That's right. So make sure you tell somebody about this podcast now. And um, just remember if you ever want to come on the podcast, please send me an email. Or send me a DM and say, hey, girl, I want to be on your podcast. I got something I want to get off my chest. Or I think it's something that the people should know. Check me out. And let's go ahead and do this. So the first household cleaning business that we're going to talk about tonight is a stay-at-home mom who is really not okay. So this is the thing. As a stay-at-home mom, she worked 168 hours a week to her husband's 40 hours a week, and he still think that it's not enough. So this is the wife, and she wrote this letter, and she says, I'm a stay-at-home mom, and my husband doesn't appreciate my financial contrib- contributions to our household. This leads to all kinds of problems in our relationship, mostly surrounding division of labor. He believes that Because he spends his days at a desk, on the phone, bringing home the paychecks that pay our bills, every other household responsibility should fall on her. She goes and she say, I stay home so I can spend my days with my children, not so I can slave over every household detail while they watch cartoons. And she put in parentheses, don't get me wrong, we spend plenty of time enjoying cartoons. Her question is, How do she get him to understand that although she don't bring home a paycheck every other week, but her financial contributions to the household matter? Don't want my husband to view me as an employee of our household, but I want him to understand the value I bring to the table. When every argument about household labor ends with, I work, so this is your responsibility. It feels like a dead end. How do I fix this? This is a tough situation. 
And I'm sure she is not the only person in the world that is going through this. There are a lot of people who stay home in the relationship. And a lot of time it's for a very good reason. Either the man or the woman, and I'm not going to say the men goes and work all the time while the woman stay home. I'm going to turn the tables around a little bit because that that's not the reality. It's not always like that. But most of the time it is the woman home, but we're not going to put that in that perspective. Now, a lot of times one couple or one individual can make a lot of money and can afford to have the other to stay home and take care of things in the home, take of take care of the kids. And it's okay because it's more beneficial and it's more, you know, financially wise to do that. Now, as for me, I understand this whole aspect of probably having someone to stay at home. And especially if you have kids, I have kids, I, or we, my husband and I, we have spent years of money on daycare. And back in the day, like when we first started out, I did not work for over a whole year with my first child because he wanted me to be home. He wanted me to be able to spend time and bond with our son. He was able to work and maintain all the bills in the house while I was home. Now, that was something that I loved. I enjoyed doing it. It was fun, you know. At the same time, I didn't just sat around in the house and didn't do anything. The house would always be clean, clothes would always be washed, and something will always be there to eat when he comes home. Simple as that. Now, I do not believe in a grown person being home all day while the other individual comes home from work. And don't have nothing to eat, don't have no type of communication, house is not clean, dishes dirty, sitting in the sink all day. That I do not believe. I think that is just lazy and it's just nasty. You don't do that. I believe in respect and respecting myself enough to be able to stay home and do all these things and also enjoy it at the same time. You know, I'm respecting myself about that. So what this mom is trying to say is her husband, he works 40 hours a week. He brings home the paycheck that pays, you know, the light bill, the water bill, the gas bill, the rent or the mortgage or car payment, car insurance, you know, all the necessary things to make a home be able to run and function. When he comes home, he sees that she's just there all day. I'm not sure if she cleans. I'm not sure if she cooks. By reading this, it seems like she do because he wants her to be a slave to all these things. And just because a person is at home every day, it doesn't mean, okay, well, this is your responsibility to have all the clothes clean. This is your responsibility to make sure that these dishes are washed. Okay. 
sometimes there comes a time when I am so busy with the kids. I may be doing errand with the kids. I may have to take kids to basketball, soccer practice, one over here, one over there, and the other one over here. I have doctor's appointments. I may have dentist appointments. Those things happen. You have to factor in those things. And those things takes time. So I may come home in time enough just to have something cook. But I haven't had time to pick up all the toys or I didn't have time to fold the clothing, which I did wash, but I didn't have time to fold them. He comes home and he's upset with me because none of these things are done. Well, honey, I have been busy today while you have been sitting at your desk, enjoying your nice little sun view out your window. I've been over here running around like a chicken with a cut off head, you know, so I got your dinner done. At least I did that. So maybe tonight, could you help me with the dishes? Could you help me fold clothes? And see, this is the thing that people don't understand. Like when you stay at home and you are constantly at home, that is a job. And especially when you have kids, that is a job itself. And that's why I say in the beginning that that could be very beneficial to someone because when you have to take a child to daycare, and especially if you have a baby, you can end up paying $300 over $300 a week just for daycare. So you get a paycheck every two weeks, you can go ahead and set aside $600 coming out of that paycheck, which is going to leave you by what, $800, $900 to live I mean that 600 makes a difference so well honey stay home (laughs) just make sure the house is clean you know make sure you teach the kids something so they can learn simply because you know they're not in daycare not in school let's just do that I think this is more better but we have to come up with a solid plan like you cannot treat me like a slave like I I have to have a little bit of time for me too, you know, and this is the thing. When I was younger, before I was in a long-term relationship or before I had kids, I always thought that the idea of being a stay-at-home mom, it was nice, you know, because I saw it on TV. I saw ladies would just be at home. They go to the gym, you know, they just flying around the house while the husband is at work and I'm like oh okay you know that that sounds pretty good but as I got older started having kids I realized every little thing that factors into that and I'm like you know what I don't really want to be a stay-at-home mom because I love making my own money I am very independent And this is something that I don't think my husband would ever do to me. I don't think that he would ever say, no, baby, we can't get that. Or I'm not able to get that for you. I get what I want. I do. Yes, sometimes he may fuss at me sometimes and say, no, 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 you're not getting that. You don't need that. But guess what? He has to do that as a man to make him feel like, you know, he's in control. Because I eventually get it, you know, and I appreciate that. Because I have been in relationships where I just say what I want, snap of a finger, boom, I got it. So it's good for somebody to tell you, you know, no or wait sometimes, even though I'm not waiting and I'm, I'm, I'm getting it. You know, just simple as that. 
I get what I want. I'm very spoiled in a relationship. So I don't think he would ever do anything like that. But the way that I am set up in my head, I'm a go-getter. I love my own money because if I see something I want, guess what? I'm going to go get it. If there's some place that I want to go and I need money to get there, guess what? I'm going to go because that's how my mind is programmed. It's programmed for me to do what I want to do when I want to do it. I don't want to have to ask someone for something and get a, no, I'm sorry, we can't do that. Could you probably wait the next month? We got to pay this extra bill that came up. I don't want to live like that. I don't. So I don't mind contributing to the household now I can be a stay-at-home mom but guess what I'm going to be doing I'm still going to be working I'm still going to be doing me I'm going to be doing something at this damn house I'm just not going to be sitting at home waiting on my husband to pay all the bills I can't do that my mind doesn't allow me to do that I didn't grow up that way so I, I I think a little more outside the box than a lot of women out here and another thing is I don't like confrontation. Like, I will avoid confrontation like a motherfucker. If you ask my husband, he'll be like, shit me. You know, you, you fuss too damn much. Yes, I do fuss a lot. I came from a fussing-ass family, and I try not to do it all the time, but it's embedded. But when I fuss at you, that means I really love you, and I am protecting you. <laughs> so if you guys are a stay-at-home mom, it is cool. I am not knocking it because you may have a system that works for you. I'm not used to that system. My system is I want this. I'm going to get it. That's my system. So I'm not knocking anybody that does that. But if you do do that and you have a nagging husband or wife, I, you, you got to have a communication. Talk about that. Because that is stressful. It is stressful to be locked up at not just a home, but at any place. Just locked up at any place all day. You're doing the same thing over and over and over again. It comes time when you get bored with that. You're not going to love it. It's, it's, it's not a love anymore. So you got to talk about that and and make sure if that's something that you want because it's a lot that goes into that you know we can go to work and we can get stressed out about having to deal with other people's shit or somebody wants you to do something we get stressed out about that and then sometimes we can come home and we can put that on our significant other and it is not cool so I, I really understand mom in this situation. Like you really can't work somebody as a slave just because they're at home. You still can come home and help out. Okay, it's Wednesday night. She don't have dinner. She had to take the baby to the doctor. You know, she had to take the oldest to his basketball game. She didn't have time to cook today. So guess what? I am home. I'm going to make some tacos. Just something simple as that. You, we got to help each other. You have to remember at the same time that we are a team and we are a team for a reason and the team is to help each other grow it's the betterment of our family and it's to help us to get to the next location you know we're trying to go higher here not lower so we got to work together so I would love to be a stay-at-home mom 
I would love to not go to anybody's nine to five. But guess what? I will be in this house doing some work. I will definitely have a business going on. Because I don't want to hear the shits. Because I ain't up for the shits. That's just how I roll. I'm not up for the shits. So, mom, I hope that you guys have everything worked out and talk about this. And just let him know how you feel. Put everything down on the table of what you do. And just put it in a perspective that hopefully that he will understand. That's all I can say about this. All right, guys. So, let's go ahead and move on. So I read an article, this is um, in New York, where unvaccinated people could be denied death benefits. Now, this is crazy. New York Transit Authority won't pay a $500,000 benefit for unvaccinated workers. Now, these days, who refuse, well, workers who refuse to get vaccinated against COVID-19 may face financial repercussions from higher death insurance premiums to loss of their jobs. Now, the financial fallout might follow workers beyond the grave. If they die of COVID and weren't vaccinated, their families may not get death benefits they would otherwise have received. Now, see, now this is the shit that I'm talking about. Whether you're vaccinated or unvaccinated, it is your choice. That is one thing. I believe that everyone has a choice in everything that they do. And whatever choice you make is nobody's business. You do you. Now, do I think that this COVID thing with being vaccinated has gone too far? Yes, I have. Because I'm kind of still unsure of, is this vaccine really working? Like, do they really know that this vaccine is effective? Does it prevent us from getting this COVID? Because they really don't know what COVID is. I'm still trying to wrap my head around that to try to find an understanding of all of this. Now, back to New York Metropolitan Transportation Authority. They no longer pay a $500,000 death benefit to the families of Subway, bus and commuter rail workers who die of COVID if the workers were unvaccinated at the time of death. This is crazy. This is crazy. So these people, family, the beneficiaries, they don't get nothing because that person who have worked all those years within the system just happened to caught something while they're working and boom, they die. And the family doesn't get any type of compensation for it to help with the bills that they may have had or the responsibilities that, that they leave behind. And the question comes in my head of what if our personal death benefits insurer says, I'm sorry. We can't pay out unless the deceased was vaccinated. So you mean to tell me if I die today and if I weren't vaccinated, my insurance would not be paid out to my kids, my husband? I think that's some fucked up shit. Now, I hope that this stays exactly where it at or that they revamp this because 
it is not fair. It is not fair to the ones that are left behind. It's not. Now, if my insurance says something like that, I'm going to be like, hey, hold on. I'm grandfathered in here. I'm that grandfather clause where I've had this insurance way before COVID came into place. So I should be exempt from this. Like, don't come at me with that. So you mean to tell me I put years and years of money investing into this. This day, I'm not here. And you're going to tell me because I am not vaccinated, my family cannot continue on with life. <laughs> you, you, you taking stuff from my kids? Is that what you're telling me? Come on now, that's not right. I, I need y'all to talk to me. Hit me up, send me a message, send me a DM. Come on back on the show and let's talk about this because this is not right. See, this is why I don't like this whole talking about COVID-19 or politics or religion because it's a lot of things that don't sit right with me. It's a lot of things that don't sit right and I don't want to say the wrong thing on here. But once again, I'm Model E. This is my show. I say what I want to say, but this shit right here, it's not right. And I see that you know, I go and I do research just for no reason, you know, just just researching things. I go online and I look because I understand that everything is they want you to be COVID vaccine right now. You got to be vaccine. So I go and I look jobs that you apply for. Now they have included and you have to be vaccine. You got to have your at least your, your first dose, but you got to have your last dose within 30 days of employment, you know, or a lot of times you got to have the vaccine and the booster and the flu shot. And I'm like, people, are you serious? Are you serious? I think this is out of hand. You know, this is supposed to be America. We're supposed to have freedom of speech, and I don't think we're that free. Because if it was, we would have a choice. We would have an option to say, no, I don't want that. Or, yes, I do want that because I think it's beneficial to me. But it seems like they're not giving many people an option here. Is either you get it or basically you can't survive because they're taking away your money. And if they know, if they take away people's money, then people's not going to be able to live and when they start taking your money now they they're controlling your life and, and and the government knows what they're doing they know what they're doing but you know what have a conversation with me I'm not going to get into it right now <laughs> because I already felt that I've already said too much so have a conversation with me but it's not fair you know this this whole thing is not fair but what could we do about it? I'm just happy that, you know, we are getting a little bit of progress with this COVID. You know, I'm seeing the numbers going down. Yeah, it may spike up during certain times of the season, but it goes back down. And um, it's, it's, it's rough. It's hard out here. And I can say that COVID, it, it brought a lot of bad 
and it brought a lot of good. Yes, did a lot of people lose family, friends? Yes, they did. I've been fortunate to not lose anyone. I still have everyone intact. I thank God for that. I thank God for us, my family, surviving, you know, and not only just surviving, but we have been doing things to help us survive. You know, we've always been doing this thing. Like we always sanitize. We keep ourselves clean. We always wash our hands. We've always done those things. Now, COVID just brought all that stuff to light. And now we're definitely on it. Like, I I try to keep the kids to let them know, hey, wash your hands, sanitize your hands, don't touch everything, keep your hands out your face, you know, just stuff like that. Like, just the basic care. We got to be able to care more people. That's another thing that I'm seeing out here. A lot of people are just out here just free and willy-nilly just doing whatever and don't really understand the consequences of things. Like, you have to understand that everything you do has an action. It has a consequence. And I believe that this COVID has taught us a lot. It also taught us a lot on how to build, how to understand that working the nine to five has been holding you back for years. Now COVID came into place. It taught you how to be home and they taught you how to use the internet. It taught you how to be computer savvy. Now you can do your own business. And that, that's what we need. You know, my goal for next year is to get my business up in higher gear. I am doing well, but I want it to be up in higher gear. And, and I thank you for COVID for that because I was able to be home. And... For a lot of you as well, I know you sitting here and you listening and you was like, man, you know, she is right. We got to get off on our feet, you know, get off our ass. You know, we, we got to make some shit shake here. And you do. And I know a lot of time it's more easier said than done, but it's still a little hard for me to do it. But I have to get that in my mindset of this is what I have to do in order to survive or or to to be in a place where I want to be. So sometimes you just got to tell yourself, hey, self, we got to get on the good foot. (laughs) That's that's all it is. We got to get on the good foot. But I'm not going to preach to y'all no more. I told y'all we had a lot of house cleaning to do. And um, we going to clean this damn house. You hear me? So if you ain't got your shit in order, you going to get it in order today because I done fussed your ass out. (laughs) (laughs) all right guys so for the last topic of tonight children need to need both need to see both women and men love each other right we do look just like children need to see a man loving their mom correctly The children also need to see the woman treat and talk to the man correctly. Now, I'm going to apologize in advance if I step on some of y'all toes. But some of y'all women out there gets on my last nerves. 
you sit here, you point your finger, you're moving your neck, just like I'm doing now, but I'm talking to y'all. I ain't talking to a man, I'm talking to y'all. And you put your hands on your hip, and you just talking, talking like a little-ass bird in somebody's ears, just talking shit, being disrespectful. A lot of you women are disrespectful to a man. I have seen it. I have seen it in the street. I see you do it online. I see you do it. I'm watching. I see it. And I'm like, damn. You know, I'm like, I'm, I'm cut from a different cloth here because I grew up different from a lot of y'all. I don't know who was y'all grandparents or who y'all mom was, but I wasn't raised like that. And I'm still not like that. You know, I, I think outside the box a lot. And a lot of women look at me like, like I'm a goody two shoe and shit. Nah, I'm not a goody two shoe. I just like to treat the whole situation fair. That's all. I just like to treat the situation fair. And my kids can see my husband and I standing up in the kitchen or wherever we at. He'll smack me on the ass. Or he'll just come and just kiss me. They see that. Yes, they be like, oh, stop. That's nasty. Y'all stop it. Oh, they'll come in the middle of us and stop it. That's what kids do. But they know that is love. Because they go to school and their friends tell them, oh, such and such say their mama hit them. That's not cool because kids tell everything. Don't let your kids see that. I would never let my kids see any of that. We show love in our household. Anytime, like, look, baby, anytime your daddy hit me, I mean, he's hitting me on my ass. That, that's the only time he's hitting me. And I love that shit, just to put it out there. But a child needs to see love. Just like how a man come and loves on me, I, I show the same in return. I come up to him. I may spank him on his booty, you know, clench his little booty together. And he don't like that shit, but he got to deal with it because it's me. He got to deal with it. But, you know, I kiss him on the cheek or just give him a little touch him on his face, sensual and kiss him on his lips. We got to show that love in return, because if we show that to our kids, then they're going to grow up with that same mentality and they will know how to treat a woman. They will know how to treat a woman in the street. So when they go on that first date, they'll go open that car door for her, and she's going to just melt. Oh, my God, I love this boy. I don't even know him. We're just on our first date. Because that's what my husband did to me. I never had no one to open my door. No, I lie. I did. But I didn't have nobody to open my door the way that he did. Now, if we just out regular degla doing shit, not over my own damn door, but if we on a date, we fly, you know, we being us, we ain't got no kids, that's what he's doing. I appreciate that. He's showing our kids that this is how it's done because we got boys and we have to show our boys that this is how you love a woman. You know, you, you, you got to show them. Because it's hard out here because there's a lot of women out here who, oh, I don't need a man. I can do this on my own. Bitch, shut up. You may not need a man, but your ass want a man. So you need to stop acting like a man so you can have one. Yes, I said that. Stop acting like a man so you can get one. Because I know your ass want one. 
you sitting here, you looking at me, looking at my shit. Don't be judging my shit because I am good over here. I am good in my relationship. I love my husband to death. I love him. And if anybody comes between my relationship with my husband and you know he my husband, oh, it's going to be a problem. I'm sorry. I got too much fully invested in that. You know, whether it's Robin Robin Hood or Edward Jones, Physician Mutual, we, we got a whole lot invested in this. And I'll be damned if I'm just going to let somebody come and just try to slide on in there. Nah, baby, we're going to be in here together. I hope you like that. But that's how it is. Show love. So, ladies, men, listen to the Eve Friends podcast tonight. Show love. Matter of fact, I want you to stop what you're doing. Put this on pause. Click the pause button. I want you to get up, and I want you to go kiss your woman very sensually. Women, I want you to get up. I want you to hold his face by his chin, and I want you to kiss his lips. That's what I want you to do. And when you do it, all I want you to do is tag me on social media and said, I did it, girl. That's all I want to see. Just say, hashtag, I did it, girl. Yes. That's what we're going to call it. Just do it. I'm telling you guys, love goes a long way. And we not in this relationship just because we need a life partner. We in this relationship because we need to better each other. We need to grow our family. And we need to show our kids that this is how we go. You know, we got to be independent. We got to do things on our own. We can't show them that they got to count on somebody else to do something. Because in my family, we are all we got. Yes, we are all we got. So, and we stick to that shit. We are all we got. So I hope y'all hear that. And I appreciate you guys for listening to the E and Friends podcast. This is your girl, your host, Marie. All right, guys. Talk to you later.